This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. Stay down. Give the, if you can hear me, stay down. Omega by Elizabeth Parrick, part two. Thanks. Coffee? Oh. Sorry, they're all out of shandy and peanuts at the bar. That's undrinkable. Said to take your mind off things. It's like you've heated something out of a drain. See? You sound more like you already. There's me thinking this day couldn't get any worse. Think of it this way. Body in your car, bomb under the car, like bad coffee. Well, that's three. You should be done now. Promise? Sorry. No, wasn't thinking. How do you drink this stuff? This is the latest trend in coffee, Jack. You need to get in the know. I drink Jamaican Blue Mountain. And not the crappy fake kind. Actual mountainside. Travelling to Jamaica and climbing a mountain every time you want a coffee? You have got time on your hands, haven't you? Funny. I drink it because I'm not some idiot member of the public who doesn't always ask from his armpit. That is circus so last year. Coffee has come full circle. What are you going on about? If you want to be drinking the coffee that literally no one else is, it should be served in this non-environmentally friendly polystyrene cup. Takes no more than three words to order. One coffee, please. And it needs to come from nowhere. You're worse as a policewoman. Should be headlining a comedy store. Police officer. And I've never doubted my skills at humour, but thank you for your approval. <sighs> You know, if you didn't mind being just a member of the public and using one of our duty lawyers, your interview would be well underway by now. Don't make me laugh. Some high street lawyer who's graduated from a Crapsville uni, making nothing a year. Feeling better, aren't you? My sister's a criminal lawyer. She's doing okay. Good for her. Yeah, it is. She loves it. God knows why. Well, it'll be a pretty quick interview when he does get here. I don't know anything about the body. I don't know anything about the bomb. Goodbye. We'll never meet again. Must be quite some lawyer. Of course. Why do you think they've not made me wait in a prison cell, your average chav? I think it's because I told the duty sergeant that you were feeling faint before. And also because she agreed. Oh. But if you want to believe that simply hearing the name of your lawyer struck the fear of God into us all, so much that we broke with protocol and be our guest. I appreciate it. Your hand? Caught a bit of flying Ferrari. They've dug the metal out. It should be fine. Put your arm over me when the blast happened. Had you under rest? Duty of care kicks in. Still, it's really nice of you. Don't mention it. No one was killed. We were lucky. Very lucky. You don't think you had anything to do with this, do you? You don't seem the type, but then I haven't been doing this for very long. Dead body in a blast in my first week. I honestly had nothing to do with any of it. Then trust the system to do its job. But if you know something, or even think you know something, you better say it sooner rather than later. And I will reiterate what DS Appleby has said to you. Don't go anywhere near Jeffrey's shop again. He's got it in his head that the bomb was meant for him. Keeps ringing the nick for an update. Right. Oh, and they're not investigating the drug charge anymore. Unless it proves relevant. So, I won't have a record? No. But if anything drug-related happens again in the future, they'll dig it up. So keep your nose clean. Literally. Thank you.
There you go, love. Two lattes. Thanks. I spoke to some of the other probationers on group chat last night. Some of them have literally done nothing all week. Hmm, lucky you. Sorry, didn't mean to be flippant. It is exciting, I know. Just keep it professional. Have you done your A to B yet? Need to start picking me up, I think. Nah, I can't be doing with some boring driving test when this is all kicking off. You need to get it booked. I'll remind your mentor. Trust me, it's no fun waiting around for a lift on the roadside when no one's available. He's agreed to let you stay on this case with me for a bit. That's brilliant. Mm. It'd be good to run things by you, plus my probation was boring as hell when I joined up. I got shoved in communication most of two years. If anyone asks it's the case, you were there when it happened, otherwise I'll be flooded with requests. You want to be a mentor? Did it once. Went great. Really keen. Couldn't do enough. Second time, nightmare. One job we went on, he actually started arguing with me and taking the person's side we were meant to be arresting. Started banging on about the system and wanted to free the young gentleman in question after he'd sprayed murderer all over a butcher's shop front. He's still in the job? No, moved forces. Probably made chief inspector somewhere. Where are we going? Morland Gazette. Oh, I worked for them once, years ago. You were a journalist? No. I used to hand out their paper at trade shows and things when I was at college. I remember one lady wouldn't take one from my grubby little hand. Insisted on one clean from the pile. Your mentor updated you on the case? A bit. Said the dead body was a finance bod at the uni. His name was Harry Smith. Financial officer at Twin Lakes University. You know, where Jack's dad's the dean. I was meant to be meeting Tams in chains from the moorland. Found a message on his phone. In his shoe for some reason. No record of it in his work diary. Were they having an affair? Not Tamsin. She famously only dates younger models. Tamsin said he never showed. She's agreed to speak to us. Do you know her? I know of her. Bits and pieces. She's undone some pretty tight police work in the past. On Operation Mebe? Amongst others, yeah. you work in all this noise? You get used to it. They've penned us in with two regional news desks. Too many people, not enough workstations. It's a joke, like battery journalists. We'll go through to the canteen. Food's inedible, so it's always quiet. Sorry, do you want a drink? We're fine. Thanks for meeting us. You must be very busy. Likewise. And if you don't mind, I'd like to address the elephant in the room. Operation Mebe. You know, I was the reporter on that story. That has no bearing on this case. Let's just stick to why we're here. Gifty, you take notes, please. If you don't mind me saying, you were, are, very much admired by everybody at this newspaper. Youngest DS ever. A woman striking out as far as you did. That don't happen every day. Well, you might like to know that no one else remembers that. I just remember the cock-up that made the headline. I'm sorry, but journalists have got a As job I to said, do. As I said, let's stick to the matter in hand. Now, Mr Harry Smith, just so we're absolutely clear, his body was found disposed of in the boot of Jack Atkins' car, son of Anthony Atkins, a car that was then blown up by a hidden device. Atkins Senior is the dean at Twin Lakes, and Harry worked there in finance. Now, I know we already spoke in detail on the phone, but I need to ask you those questions again from the top. So, why do you think Harry was coming to see you? I know why he was coming to see me. He'd been in touch about the Dean, Anthony. 
sticking his fingers in the Twin Lakes honeypots. Big, huge amounts each time. I told him what evidence he'd need and to ring me as soon as he'd got it. What was he like? We only spoke on the phone. Well-spoken, short, sharp to the point. Bit nervous. Do you know what his motivation was? He mentioned talk or rumour of redundancies across the uni to cover the displaced amounts. Harry wanted it stopped, or at least to cause a disruption. And where were you going to meet? Can't tell you that. It's a point where I meet many of my contacts. Why, you find a new contact point? No, it's a really good one. Tamsin, we're investigating a murder, and you said you'd help us. A man who was going to help you in your career is now dead. And what do you think this is? I am helping. If it has any bearing on the case, then tell me, and I'll happily disclose... Otherwise, the answer's no. Fine. Then I've got your word. If it becomes relevant, you tell us what we need to know. You know his son, Anthony Atkins' lad, Jack? Or Jack the lad, should I say? He were doing work experience with us. Jack was? Paid as well, if you believe. Don't know how he managed to swing that. Apart from the fact one of our parent companies is linked to that Omega cult group that his family's in. Jack's a member too, isn't he? Don't know. Never mentioned it. Probably guessed what we'd have thought of it and the Atkins name. So you said was, as he finished the work experience? More like got kicked out or invited to leave. Broke every code he could find. Yeah, that sounds like Jack. <laughs> Mr Atkins Jr. So he worked here for a time, but it didn't go well. Doorstep people like he was someone off the telly. Broke a police coordinate, an accident on a building site trying to get a picture of the body. I did try to explain that there's no way a newspaper could publish a photo like that. He's better off in pap work if that's his game. Certainly get paid more. I have to tell you a small detail and please, I do need your discretion in this case. I'm not promising anything. Tamsin. I spoke to the guy a total of two times on the phone. I'm sorry he's dead but I cannot feel something for somebody I didn't even know. He had some fragments of paper down his throat. We can't read the writing. Do you have any idea what it might have said? No, but I know what my next headline's gonna read. I'm kidding. Don't ring any bells, but if I think of anything, I'll let you know. You do realise this case might have wider implications for you personally. If Harry was killed because he was trying to uncover financial misplay, then we can't rule out anyone else who would have been a part of that exposure. You mean I might be a target? It's a possibility. Won't be the first time. Touch wood, nothing's going to happen this time either. All the same, you should try to follow precautions. Try not to walk around on your own late at night, take wide corners, meet any new contacts in wide open public place. Basically, just try not to burn your own. Been trying not to be on my own for the last 20 years, believe me. Maybe now's my real chance and I'll finally meet the one. I better go. Sounds like something's coming in. Nothing on the radio. Not everything revolves around you guys, you know. <laughs> I'll say. We're the last to know these days. Well, it was very nice meeting you both. PC Zara. I can't say you'll hear too much positive stuff about me and the mall and down the nick, but a contact's a contact. Here's my card, if you fancy doing business in the future. Thanks. How far into your probation are you? That obvious, is it? 
Only to old time hacks like me. I'm very new, only just started. Wow, pretty juicy start to your career. Gifty was telling me she used to distribute your newspaper when she was young. Apparently some of your clients weren't all that polite. We have some very snotty hogs who read our papers. No offence. Always emailing us with complaints, typos, coupons that expire too soon. Jesus, that is some noise. Total and utter pig. Wait there. Jimmy, what's happening? Have you seen the email? No, what email? I want to know what's happening too. This lot don't look too happy. Bastards. What's going on? Jimmy, I've got the email too. They're shutting us down. Parent company. Everyone to leave the building. Take all your belongings. Readmittance will not be granted. All servers blocked. Jesus. Officially unemployed by Morland. You don't think that this has got anything to do with the case, do you? Tamsin, I'm not advising you to not be alone anymore. I'm telling you. You need someone to stay with you. Why would they target me? I don't know anything. I've never even met that dead guy. Tamsin, you may or may not be a target, but chances are you weren't the only person Harry contacted. Given what's just happened, I'm guessing he contacted a few people. I can't believe this is happening. That stupid, stupid man. If he's caused all this... Can you come down the station with us now and make a statement? I need to sort my stuff and start finding a new job. Are you in the multi-storey? Yeah. Right, get your things. We'll walk you to your car and drop them off and then we'll drive you to the Nick. No, I'll drive myself. I'll meet you there later. You're not fit to drive, you've had a shock. I said I'm fine. I'm not under arrest, so don't tell me what to do. I'll meet you there. That car park's covered by CCTV, which is the only reason I'm letting you go by yourself. Otherwise, yeah, I would nick you for your own good and think of a reason later. Jimmy! Come on, Ange, let's go. And will you stop calling me Ange? It's Angela. And when we're with a member of the public, it's DS Appleby. Got it? Yeah. Good. Didn't need to shout at me like that. Needs must. If you don't like it, then don't come with me anymore. I'll drop you back at the station. You can go and watch traffic all day. I don't want dropping back. Why are we stopping here? We'll wait until Tamsin drives out and then we're following her to the Nick. For her own good. Black Peugeot convertible. Personalised reg. Might be in there all day. Doubt it. Security will tip them out. Big shutdown operation like that. Bet no one's allowed to hang around for long. But she might go for a drink in town with her colleagues. Or she might... Christ, shit! Oh my God, Jesus! This is 105. Urgent ambulance, please. Robert Street Car Park Town Centre. Exit side. Repeat, Robert Street Car Park Town Centre. Exit side. One female named Tamsin Chains appears to have fallen from the multi-storey onto a police vehicle. She appears to still be breathing. Urgent ambulance request, please. Can you all stay right back, please? Right Tamsin, can you tell me who did this to you? Tamsin, Tamsin, stay with us.
You have been listening to part two of Omega by Elizabeth Parrick. The characters were played by the following actors. PC Gifty Zara was played by Jessica Moraine. DS Angela Appleby by Rebecca Hines. Jack Atkins by Dean Ashton. And Tams in Chains by Kathy Breeze. With all the other roles being performed by members of the company. It was recorded at the RNIB Talking Book Studios, London. With studio engineering, editing and sound design by James Siggy. Music by Jose Guillermo Puello. The production assistant is Amber Miller. Omega was directed by Paul Blinkhorn and produced by Robert Valentine and Paul Blinkhorn for the Wireless Theatre Company London. Please visit wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio downloads.